0: With Smith and Jones. Hello and welcome to Old Castards, the weekly pub where two old men have a laugh and moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado... Oh, hi, Mark.
1: Hi, Ben.
0: How the devil are you, sir? I'm okay.
1: How are you?
0: Talking slow is now the main aim of the game. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> if we get, If we get long ones out now,
1: I reckon we'll be all right down the line. Does that work? Here is the brand new Mark and Ben talking slowly and clearly and thinking about what we're saying and no pauses.
0: And it doesn't matter that it just took me nine tries to get the intro done. Because nonsense is a hard word to say when you're reading it,
1: not... Um, Talk a load of nonsense along the way. A load of nonsense along the way. That really tripped you up, didn't it?
0: I was practicing it, right, <laughs> before we come on. I was like, yeah, man, because, you know, I like I like how we interchange this. And I was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be good. And I'm sitting there, Who goes, are you, ta- you on my mark? Nah, no, 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 I'm on my mark. Hi, oh, hi, Mark. And there's like, yeah, got this now, went upstairs, come back down, broke. Anywho... Episode 2! Yes, get
1: And in. we are going to be joined a bit later on by young Tunnifer. I am Tunny.
0: I am Tunny 100. Is that his age? Yes, <sighs> old man. Get in again. I'm just <laughs> full of facts today. We're so glad we can be here for Episode 2. I keep wanting to say Episode 3, but pilots are always pilots. Not plane pilots, but pilot episodes.
1: Uh, Mark, so how's you? How's the family? How's Bort? How's Mary? Everything's Good. We're all fine. Same as normal. Mary has finished her her marathon week. So as we were saying last week, we had a bank holiday Monday. So most of us have had a four day week. Mary has come out the other side of her six day week, just about alive. But I haven't seen her all day. I've just got home. So but I just gave her a dandelion root, which is we think they're her favorite treats. She loves them.
0: Dandelion root. Are we talking from
1: the garden or is that a food you buy? And what is that? We bought them. There's a, we bought a big box of them, and I think they are just literal dandelion roots. She's mad for them. Oh, she is mad. She's your pet. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? How are you doing?
0: Mine is sweaty at the moment, mate. mm m- mate. At the moment, mate. It's been a long, sweaty day in Biggers Wade today, and I'm sure a lot of the UK have suffered from mugginess. We're in need of a storm.
1: It's only going to get hotter this week, mate. You ju- honestly? It's going to be 30 degrees. <sniffs> Feel the sluggy pits coming on Mark Oh the sluggy pits I've gone for a football <laughs> shirt today Let's see let's see this bastard get sluggy shall we oh, I reckon that's clean mate Not sluggy yet <laughs> Apart from being a hot and sweaty week Everything else okay? We have had a pretty decent week
0: as it goes uh, Jackson enjoyed some time with his nan and grandad It went and took him to a restaurant he likes going to in Woburn and myself and Kerry had the luxurious time of being child-free for just a little while. So we got to do adult stuff like tidy up and Hoover and stuff, and walk Yay. the dogs more. And <gasps> yes, you know the exciting life of the other side of streaming real life. <sighs> but yeah, it was all good. We've had, we've had a good one. The dogs are very hot and sweaty too um, i was thankful that ghost managed to just add his barking fit about 10 minutes ago so we should be all right he saw off the neighbors two imaginary people and probably <laughs> some sawdust i like, saw them all off but yes it's all good mate it's all good it's all good mark do we have any
1: correspondence slash feedback please we've all just been beavering away on our own twitch channels. Yeah. Getting our streams in, haven't we? Including myself. It's nice to be back properly. It's
0: nice to see you back behind playing games which actually work for you when you go to stream rather than being ultimately frustrated oh, and God. want to kill the world.
1: This is reference to, we had the, this big plan for Wednesday evening. <laughs> myself and Ben and SlimboyFat, who was on last week, and Flechappy, FL Chappie, Faye, we were going to play Sea of Thieves together. I downloaded the game, which took best part of two hours. And then it came time for me to stream, open the game, doesn't work. The game opens and then closes again. Googled it, tried absolutely everything to get this fucking game to work. Nothing. So I just completely abandoned it and let them three carry on and Ben streamed it instead. That's just how it goes sometimes for me. But we ended up playing without you and just had you in chat, which we were generally gutted
0: about because we ended up drinking... I got told to go and drink Grog till I threw up on everybody and then everybody threw up on me, which was very pleasant.
1: But I had an... Absolutely wonderful time on Roller Coaster Tycoon on Thursday. Even though that's not my cup of tea of a game, I still
0: enjoyed watching someone who knows how to play it play it, if that makes <laughs>
1: or some sort of sense.
0: It was good was to a see. a lot of
1: searching the memory banks to try and remember how to play it. But yeah, it was really good. In terms of correspondence, the only thing I've seen relating to last week's episode is Lavender having an issue with our answers to her question. Yes. So last week, Lavender asked us... What five items would we take on a dessert island? Dessert, mm, dessert. <laughs>
0: I love a dessert island.
1: Mmm, ice cream island. <laughs> all the peaks, the peaks. And uh, yeah, we all chose items that involve electricity, which she wasn't pleased about. I, I, I tried to tell her you can just plug it into a coconut, but <laughs> worked for my mind. The only thing, the only thing I said that involved electricity was I said a device on which I can listen to songs and music. That was all I said. So if that d- device could include an endless supply of batteries, I'm of Don't <laughs> need electricity for that.
0: Gary's and my restaurant idea might have fallen a bit limp, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Nando's and, and a Papa John's or whatever he chose. <laughs> There's a few coconuts over there all plugged in. What's that for? us Papa John's. <laughs> but I did come up with an answer. I asked Mark if we could include this one. Because uh, out of the five things, I came up, Mark, with just one. One thing, drum roll please, there, Mark. My one thing would be bear grills. Smart. Bear grills? I like it. We'd be pissing on our t shirts, wringing them out in the mouths all day long. Man's got bear grills. <laughs> Even though he goes back to the hotel after he's shot. So, yeah, but still, I take bear grills. There you go. One thing, that's what I'm taking bear. He's going to show me where to get the water, what coconuts I can plug into. All sorts.
1: <laughs> which palm tree provides the best Wi-Fi? <laughs> Move the leaf just to the sl- oh,
0: got it, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Oh, and also,
0: after our sunflower chat and the much nudity that follows sunflowers, which I didn't read know about until Mark brought it up, I decided to go hunting on Google Images for sunflower photo shoots. Now, there's a stark difference between searching for sunflower photo shoots on Google Images and just adding the word nude in there changes the mm. game <laughs> wholeheartedly. Mm. Uh, men and women, no one was discriminated against. Google at your own discretion. Business. Yes, please, chat. I mean, it's not hard to find. You know the words to put in. You put nude or naked mm-hmm. in front of anything and, you know, porn hub, beat your art out. It's all there in stills. But yes, I did look it up and there was some tasteful ones, don't get me wrong, you know, very Art Deco... Two sunflowers, maybe where the breasticles might be. But the fellas, they, you know, there's only so much you can get a sunflower doing for your package at the end of the day, isn't it? So, uh, yes, I did look it up. I did generally go looking for this, and
1: it was an uh, was it, an Eiffel? it was an eyeful, all right. You <laughs> <An Eiffel laughs> got a right though. eyeful. I must confess, I had an unfortunate incident at work during the week. All right, what's that? I was. Out and about as I am in my van, delivering around the country, and uh, I did drive past a, a field of of sunflowers, and it was like um, and you know Walter White in Breaking Bad. What does he have? A fugue state? Oh yes, yes. It was that. It was like like a fever dream. Before I knew it, literally, I just saw this field of sunflowers. I was driving past it, and next thing I know, I'm in just a thong, skipping and galloping. <laughs>
0: with the camera on top of the van on some sort of makeshift stand as she saw it on that uh, burst shot.
1: <laughs> no, I just used the uh, the dash cam that's on the front of the van. <laughs> ben? Yeah? I have a surprise for you and the listeners. Ooh. Would you like to play a game?
0: If it's with that saw bloke, no. But if it's with you, Mark, yes.
1: Play a game with me. Go on then, Mark. Let's play a game with me. Ah, he does. He wants to play the game. It is called, which of these are the oldest men? I wonder if you can tell me, Ben. Put them in order if you can. Tell me who is the oldest man. Ooh, he's been thinking about that. Ben Jones and the listeners, I am about to give you the names of three older male actors. (sighs) I want you to sort these three actors in the correct order, oldest to youngest. Do you understand? I understand. Old to young. Are you ready? Ready. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Harrison Ford. Oh,
0: you bastard. Right. I'm going to go Ford, Nero,
1: Pacino. You are saying Ford is the oldest, and then De Niro, and then Pacino.
0: Ford, Nero, Pacino, my favourite order from my
1: local pizza shop. Ben Jones?
0: Yes, Mark Smith.
1: (gasps) you only got one right, I'm afraid. You've got them the wrong way round. No. Al Pacino is the oldest, 83. Harrison Ford, 81. Robert De Niro, 80. Wow. Did you like your game? I actually really liked it. Oh, if you if you're lucky, you might get another one next week. That was
0: great, mate. I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed that a lot. What you what have you named this without the song? What have you actually called it? Who is the oldest
1: man? I don't know. Maybe chat. Maybe chat. Fucking, I'm doing it now. Maybe listeners can name the game. Oh, cast chat. Name the game for us, cast chat. <laughs> Did you just say name the emperors? Did I? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's what? That's what I said. What you said? Name the emperors. I thought. What oh. is that the name of? The, is that the name of the game? Name the emperors. Name
0: the emperors. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, chat. I've beat you to it. It's named The Emperors now.
1: Should we do some old news?
0: Old news. Old news. So, old news. If, if I will start coming in straight in hot and hard into the gaming world, uh, a lot of people believe this game is going to be a uh, game of the year. This is uh, a game called Starfield, which is Bethesda's new beast bethesda bring new stuff like fallout 1 2 3 and 4 fallout vegas amongst other mini games and they bring out starfield which is a single player in amongst the stars game where you travel to planets, negotiate stuff. There is a storyline behind it, but the whole idea is it's meant to be mostly open world where you can go and explore, become a space pirate, become Han Solo if you want, you know.
1: Harrison Ford again.
0: See? Anybody who bought the deluxe or the other stupid editions, which cost stupid money, uh, got five days early access with the release date being midnight's the fourth i want to say when obviously flicks over to the fifth you'll be able to get on this game is free again on game pass for all you xbox and pc owners everybody else you've got to buy it it looks all right i've not delved too deep into it as i discussed with slimothy i was trying to gauge whether or not an early access purchase was worth it because you could have got it cheaper on the xbox game pass because that's the way they roll i think i'm gonna wait i don't know if it's worth my hard-earned dollars yet and seems another couple of days you can have it for nothing seems a bit silly to invest even a pound well if it was a pound i probably bought it. That's a stupid analogy but yes that came out that was the big big announced game because everybody's going to tout it to a big game of the year i don't know if it's capable of doing so i've seen many people saying that Baldur's gate is the game of the year mm. we still haven't delved we've got something that melds into a couple of things. Now, first of all, another game did release. Now, the game you uh, played, you streamed s- yesterday? Last night. Yesterday, last, last night,
1: night yeah. yeah. Call of the Wild, The Angler. Not a new game,
0: but new one Game Pass. Don't no, that. it was. It's new new. Are you sure? The Angler literally was the 30th of... Oh, it might not have been. I think it's just new one Game Pass. Well, if it was, all right. No, probs. I, I, I swear it's... Oh, maybe it's the release date they yet. Fact check time. Did
1: it did it did fact check did it did did it the fact check. What's it say? Thirty first of August two thousand and twenty two. Wow. Okay. Been out a year. I would have thought I'd seen <laughs> that. Okay. Whoa!
0: Oh bloody hell!
2: Woo-hoo-hoo.
0: Calm down, Captain. I downloaded it. Then Slimboyfat82 said, "What are you playing there?" I'm going to download it. Then you shouted about what should we do Saturday night. And you saw us fishing, you said, shall we fish? To which me and Gary said, yes, we'd love to fish with you, Mark. And then you downloaded it.
1: And it worked,
0: to a degree. Yes, (laughs) it worked, you streamed it. And then Mark goes and moses on in with his what's-a-float, what's-a-rod and starts wanging out shovel-nosed catfish that
1: weigh more than my arm and pike... And all the rest of it, which... I had a wonderful time winding up Ben because he knows exactly what he was doing and he was getting shit all. And here's me, not having an absolute clue, swinging my rod all over the place and quadrupling his scores with the fish that I was pulling out of the water.
0: <laughs> I must admit, I don't get frustrated too often, but I was like, what? I kept going over to your string because obviously I had you on, but I, didn't, I wasn't always watching you because obviously I could eat you. And I'm like, oh, I've caught a fish. I thought, yeah, bollocks, here. isn't it? He's caught a fish. And I'm looking at it going, well, I'm 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 holding ones up to the screen as your character does and it's like the size of my pinky. Mark's like struggling to hold it on screen and I'm like <laughs> I'm wrestling a beast. I'm like, what the on the monkey butlers and then he's sending me pictures on every way, shape or form of him holding his biggest fist. I'm like, it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but but regardless, it was, if anybody fancies a, a goat fishing a simplified ways of fishing, we can recommend the angler if you want to just have a cosy time with a rod and a fish that you don't kill, you put back in the water to catch again. Mark, also on Saturday, was cooking. Now Mark's an established chef, far better than Tony, I'm sure, and he was talking away on our voice notes as we do, and he said, I might not be on dead on time, I'm cooking. And he I'm cooking shepherd's pie. And Mark mentioned how he was cooking said shepherd's pie. I sat there and scratched my head going, what? So please, Mark, tell us, how do you cook a shepherd's pie?
1: You and I nearly had a divorce over this, Ben. We nearly, <laughs> we nearly weren't old castards anymore. And I can't believe it. I can't believe how outraged you were at my method of cooking a shepherd's pie, which is you cook. You know, you you cook your potatoes in your saucepan and and then I get my wok out and I cook the meat and all the vegetables and all that bit in the wok until it goes all thick and sticky and yummy like it does. And then I assemble them together in in an oven-proof dish, put the cheese on top, put it in the oven to go golden. What's wrong with that? Now, in my defence here, I had a bit of a brain fart and thought,
0: because it's been so long since I think Kerry and I have had a shepherd's pie... And if it has been a shepherd's pie, one that we've cooked from scratch, I kept forgetting you have to brown the mince off. Now, mind you, at this point, I'd forgotten browning the mince was a thing. And the last time I think we did it, because we couldn't be bothered, we used smash, mash. So there's me sitting there going, no, I've kept going off to Kerry when I want, sending voice. Well, he's cooking in a wok. So what's he doing, cooking in a wok? I said, and what did Kerry say? Well, Kerry had also forgot that brown and the mince was a thing. <laughs> so we were both sitting there going, nah, he's doing it wrong. Let me I've got to get on to this. I'm saying, what are you doing cooking in the bloody walk? And what are we doing with it? And then at the end of it, he said, well, regardless, you'd have to brown your mince, wouldn't you? I went, oh, yeah. And I did apologise for saying that your way of cooking a shepherd's pie is a load of horse shite. And I, I stood back on it and as a gentleman, as an old gentleman, I knew to wave my flag of apology and say, Mark, you are right, regardless if I cooked it in a wok or not, you'd still have to brown the mince, which includes... I bashed
1: out a shepherd's pie in 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Impressive. Forgot the change, though. I did forget to buy the cheese. I did have to put parmesan on top of it instead of the grated cheddar that That's I not wanted. not too bad, is
0: it? it just becomes yeah. an Italian uh, shepherd's yeah.
1: pie. But your main point was me wasting energy and having the oven on for all that time when all I'm doing is browning the cheese on top and I could grill it, which I also conceded, okay, fair point, I could, but still didn't. (laughs) It's amazing, that
0: What we nearly fell out over weren't like some big bust up because he called me a bastard and said, you smell more about how you cook a shepherd's pie.
1: The podcast was nearly no more because we had a falling hour over how you cook a fucking shepherd's pie.
0: (laughs) God, we're interesting, Mark, aren't we? Oh dear. So yes. Shepherd's pie. Everybody'd be chiming in now and how they cook their shepherd's pie. Just so you know, everybody.
1: I don't care how you cook your shepherds bleeding pies. I care deeply. I care about you listeners. Ben's a grumpy old sod who hates you all, but I love you listeners. Please send all your correspondence to me at oldmenarmy at gmail dot com.
0: Mark, we can now talk about
1: I think it's now the appropriate
0: time to talk about One Piece.
1: One Piece is Mary's favourite thing in the whole world. The manga, the anime, she is absolutely obsessed with it. The far flat is full of figures and art and books. But it's no longer just an anime and a manga, is it? It's now a live-action televisual series on Netflix. So basically, just to drum it
0: down so everybody knows what a One Piece is, One Piece is a treasure. It's a treasure that...
1: Arrgh! Arr, the pirates. They be pirates, they be,
0: but they don't talk like pirates. They talk like foreigners. Basically, it follows our main protagonist, Luffy. It's well worth at least checking out, and it's probably one of the oldest Shouen anime still running, I think, or if not the longest uh, Shouen
1: anime. Oh, it's got to be the longest. It's over a thousand episodes, isn't it? Dragon Ball is older than One Piece, but yes. Dragon Ball's had breaks and had different iterations and many. One Piece has just been One Piece, and it's just gone on, gone on forever. Yes, but yeah. It is. Um, is it ten episodes? This first season that's just dropped on Netflix. It's ten or eight? It's somewhere between eight and ten. Listeners, <laughs>
0: chat. <laughs> it was so accurate. It's- so, with One Piece in my mark, I know the cast listeners, as I like to call you, can't see this, but I'm going to show marks. I'm sure it's going to be something new but It's a little surprise because I'd forgotten all about it. it released last year, I want to say. December, but it coincides with my TCG love it's the One Piece Ooh. TCG game that release. it's the first time we've had a Japanese and English release that carbon copy each other and Ooh. come out at the same time, there's no special cards they're all the same and I've been doing some heavy research into this and I've bought some starter decks i bought two of the red, which is Luffy's Luffy's deck and uh, two of Law's deck, so me and Kerry can uh, duke it out upon the seas ben
1: just held two boxes up to his camera
0: relatively cheap to get into you only need one if you don't want to get super weebo like i have um there'll be enough to play against each other but what they always do in these tcg worlds is they give you one but really you need either two or three of them to make a proper deck out of it they're very sneaky like that and they want you spending money of course because it's a product it's looks look really interesting looks really simple at heart obviously it's uber complicated if you want to delve in deep it might be of interest to yourself and Mary because the starter decks are only... I think they're either 12, a deck and you only need one each if you don't want to get super, super deep.
1: Mary already has... We already have booster packs. in the pack. <gasps> Is she collecting or is she looking to play? What What's what's she doing on that front? I think she's just collecting. I think she just likes the cards. Like we do with Pokemon cards. Just collecting them. Oh, wow. I'm really chuffed about that. Oh, but I don't
0: feel... I don't feel as lone now. <laughs> Listeners, if you've heard of One Piece... You know, let us know because I'd like to know how many fans are out there. Because when Mark mentioned it to me, and I mentioned it back to him, he was a bit gobsmacked that I knew what, what it was and was remotely interested in it. So, it'd be interested if we can find any other pirates out there who want to join our
1: crew. Arr, 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 join arr. me, Harity crew. So a final one piece. Would you like some real world news, Ben? Stuff from this past week. Love it, mate. Love it. I have Cal's turtle pigeon. Yes. Would you like to know more about Cow's Turtle Pigeon? Is it going to be the next iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's what's going to be called. <laughs> so, cows shock for Wrexham village as large cow herd damage cars. Uh-huh. This was this was over the bank holiday weekend last weekend. Basically, a massive herd of cows wandered around through the street of Rostillon in near Wrexham, and ba- yeah, basically, all these cows ploughed down the street, smashed up a load of cars, shat all over the road. As cows do. Pissed off all the locals.
0: For those listing outside of the UK, and don't forget some of our smaller villages, that'd be, that'd be quite a dramatic thing when you're looking out your cottage window and there's a yeah. herd
1: of cows rampaging past. Ooh. One of the locals said feces everywhere on the street and people had to clean their shoes. <laughs> Can you
0: imagine? I know, mate, it's unheard of.
1: I'm not sure how they got there or where from. There are a couple of farms close by and occasionally we get the odd cow wandering around but never on that level. <laughs> so that's cows. You like cows?
0: <laughs> I love cows.
1: Now we're going back to Wales. Jackie Dart Did you hear about the turtle that got stuck in a Gulf Stream and it got swept 4,000 miles to Wales? This is a sea turtle from America. So like the ones out of um, Finding Nemo? Yep well the reason it was in the news this week is because it's flown home on a plane back to texas <laughs> because it's recovered it's from north america washed up uh in tala talica? talica beach in flintshire half dead they've nursed it back to health and now they've stuck it on a plane back to texas so we've got a flying turtle when it lands they're gonna read it yeah four thousand mile flying turtle her name is Tally and she's a kemp's ridley turtle a species Ooh. mainly found in the Gulf of Mexico and off Eastern North America. Turtles fly too. one of the groups involved. <laughs> described the flight to the US as its furthest and most complex mission. So, yeah, there you go. That was turtles. Cows, turtle, and now pigeon. The rat of the sky. This is similar to uh, the Donald Trump one that we had last week. And the, oh, the Donald Trump one last week. I posted in the Discord. The, I saw on Twitter. Sorry, X. <laughs> thanks elon <laughs> yeah. somebody in las vegas got the trump mug shot that we were talking about last week tattooed on their thigh that's part of them forever now but i did chuckle when i saw it and i had to share it to the discord immediately in the podcast channel but anyway similar similar vein this week trending meme viral i've got my finger on the pulse i'm young and hip uh did you see the pigeon at venice film festival 2023 no mark i didn't please tell us more <laughs> so this week this past week was venice film festival in venice believe it or not lots of big actors there because they're allowed to despite the the writer's strike because they're the, it's indie films it's an indie film festival yep but uh the main star the main attraction walking down the red carpet there's a pigeon <laughs> that's a, that's about it you gotta google it to see it Cute
0: and cuddly boys, cute and cuddly.
1: (laughs) There is just a pigeon casually walking along the red carpet and all the paparazzi are taking pictures of it. (laughs) Also this week, did you bother peeking your head outside at any point and looking towards the sky? For the blue supermoon we had. Oh, what? I can tell you that I didn't bother sticking my head out the window and looking up at the sky. I completely forgot. I made some quick notes. I said The last one was in 2009. A blue moon happens when the pattern of days in a year means that there are 13 full moons instead of the usual 12. Uh, The name of the moon has nothing to do with the colour, but instead is so-called because it does not fall in the usual scheme of named moons. I think it's something to do with, this is just off my head, the moon's rotation isn't 28 days, it's it's more like 29 and a half days. So some years you get 12 full moons and some years you get 13 full moons and your 13th full moon is a blue moon. But this year was a super blue moon.
0: I like to pull a moon
1: E. So blue, moon, blue <laughs> moons happen every two and a half years. That's when you get your 13th full moon. The last blue moon was August 2021. And the next one will be 2026. But the combination of a blue moon and a super moon, which is what we had this week, a blue mm. super moon, is much rarer. But like I said, the last one was 2009 and we have to wait until 2037 to see it again. Ooh, I should be
0: alive when that happens.
1: So the moon wasn't blue, basically. But it was absolutely fucking massive in the sky and very bright. Ooh, but neither of us went and looked at it. Neither of us bothered, no. Nah, it's the moon, isn't it?
0: Unless <laughs> the Death Star arrives and shoots it down, we're all right.
1: Ben Jones! Mark Smith! Give me a crazy fact or two and try to blow my mind, please. So I've decided to wrap this up because mine are
0: tremendously short and Mark's are tremendously longer than mine. I'm going to give you two this week i think i gave you two last time but you know was talking about i think it was in the pilot what was with the shrimp of the land the cicada that's it in that vein a shrimp's heart is in its head if that wasn't interesting enough due to the nature of their open system shrimp have no arteries so their organs just float around
1: in their blood well that i didn't know that second bit that is interesting give me crazy facts number two in the vein of animals again, Mark, I think you're going to like this one. Sloths
0: can hold their breath longer than dolphins. Dolphins need to come up for air every 10 minutes, but by slowing the heart rate, sloths can actually hold their breath for 40 minutes. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that. Come on, sloths. For the win. So there you go, Mark. There's a couple of crazy and weird facts that just so happen to be true. Wow.
1: Thank you for crazy facts. Would you like some crazy news? Of course I would, especially when you're saying it. Once again, heard from the radio this past week. This isn't one that you have to Google, but if you feel like Googling it, good luck to you. And um, maybe if you are eating whilst you're listening to the podcast, maybe stop doing that for a second. This one's a bit gross, but I've heard, I heard it on the radio. I Googled it. I saw the picture. I was like, Bleh. well, that's my crazy news for this week. <laughs> Are you ready, Ben?
0: Go on then. Lay it on me.
1: Live worm found in Australian woman's brain in world first. <sighs> in a world first, scientists say an eight centimetre, three inch worm has been found alive in the brain of an Australian woman. The string like structure was pulled from the patient's damaged frontal lobe during surgery in Canberra. The woman, 64, had for months suffered symptoms like a stomach pain, a cough and night sweats, which evolved into forgetfulness and depression. She was admitted to hospital and a scan later revealed an atypical lesion within the right frontal lobe of the brain. But the cause of her condition was only revealed by the surgeon's knife during a biopsy a year later. The red parasite, and there is pictures of the parasite online, the one that has been removed from her brain. The red parasite could have been alive in her brain for up to two months, doctors said. The woman who lived near a lake area in southeastern New South Wales is recovering well. Her case is believed to be the first instance of a larvae invasion and development in human brain. The neurosurgeon who found the worm said she had only begun to touch the brain part that had shown up strangely in the scans when she felt it. I thought, gosh, that feels funny. You couldn't see anything more abnormal. (laughs) And then I was able to really feel something. And I took my tweezers and I pulled it out and I thought, gosh, what is that? It's moving. Everyone was shocked. And the worm that we found was happily moving, quite vigorously, outside the brain, she said. Everyone in that operating theatre got the shock of their life when the surgeon took some forceps to pick up an abnormality and the abnormality turned out to be a wriggling live 8 centimeter light red worm. Even if you take away the yuck factor, this is a new infection never documented before in a human being. Scientists say the woman most likely caught the round worm after collecting a type of native grass, warrigal greens, beside a lake near where she lived. The area is also inhabited by carpet pythons. Yes, this is. don't worry if you're listening to this anywhere other than New South Wales in Australia. I think that's quite a specific local thing. They suspected the woman became an accidental host after using the foraged plants contaminated by python feces and parasite eggs for cooking. Oh, that is actually proper mank. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It also refers back to that crazy
0: fact about how many bugs you're going to eat in your sleep. It sort of reminds me of that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Fancy eating any parasites? Ooh, so, so she's gone and ate the larvae? She's accidentally eaten uh, parasite eggs, I think, basically. And yeah, they said it's the first instance of a larvae invasion and development in the human brain. So I think the <laughs> eggs have hatched and developed into a three-inch worm Jeez. and somehow got up to her brain.
0: That's, that's immense.
1: Yeah. Freaky stuff. That is actually proper freaky. How long was it again? Three inches, eight centimeters, it said. That's a decent length as well. You should know. <laughs> you bastard.
0: <laughs> Woo! You <Yeah>. got him. <laughs> you? Go and get your fish
1: up. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm going to quickly go grab a bottle of water. If that's okay. okay, sir. I'm thirsty, boy. No, Brubs. Ben.
0: Is that you, Bort? It's me, Ben. It's Bort. <gasps> the it's... hamster. Bort, you've come to talk to me while Mark's not here.
2: My daddy
0: says that you're a right old castard. <laughs> oh, boy, he'd be right as well. We love an old castard here on Old Castards. Right, I'm back. Mark, you missed it. Bort come out and had a talk with me. What? Bort, you hamster. Bort came out and talked to you. Jumped on the mic and he said that you say I'm a right old castard.
1: I would never say such things, <laughs> and my hamster cannot talk. You're a absolute lunatic.
0: Ah, dear Mark, you have to wait till the playback and you'll hear her yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. So, listeners, whilst we're waiting for our guests to join, must tell you that we, because we forgot to say it at the top, we are shaking it up a little bit this week. Ooh. We are, We've had an idea, because the Old Passions section that we normally do second Ben and I are already running out of things that we can talk at length and passionately about. Yes. Basically, what we've done is we've made crazy facts and crazy news the second segment. And now we are going to bring you Tunny, interview Tunny, and then Tunny is going to do his old passions with us. We are making the old passions segment a guest segment. And he's going to talk to us at length and passionately about something.
0: Now, if that passion just so happens to run into something that me and Mark are all so passionate about, obviously we can sling our consciousness on it as well.
1: Hello. There
2: he is. Oh, my goodness me. This is all technology, isn't it? (laughs) You're in the studio
1: now, mate. You're in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tunny 100. Tunny, Tubby, Rubby, Runny, (laughs) Tummy, (laughs) Ash. That's the one. All of those variations. Oh, wow. He real named me. Tanifa. Thank you for the
2: invite, gentlemen. It's very weird, all this, (laughs) because I didn't add my camera in neither, so I can see you. You just can't see me.
1: Mm. How are you doing?
2: Yes. It has been a crazy weekend, to say the least. We have been setting up a local grassroots football tournament, so... Uh, between yesterday and today, I think we had the best part of maybe 40, 40 teams, youth football teams, um, come to the club, come to the one and only Harrigan Parkston, non-league football, as they say. We put on a good tournament, I think. We had lots of good feedback, So, but I tell you what, organising that is is—it's not an easy gig, and it's the first one I've done.
1: That sounds easy to me, organising hundreds of children. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely.
1: <laughs> so to all the
0: cast listeners, this is I am Tunny 100, one of the old men. Tunny, we normally at this stage, we have a few questions to ask, if you wouldn't mind. Mm. First question is, tell us a bit about yourself.
2: A bit about me? A bit
0: about you, Crikey, man. Croaking me.
2: In real world, or are we talking...
0: As much as you want to know.
1: Yeah. Whatever. As much
2: as the people want to know.
1: What's your inside leg measurement? The
2: <laughs> Me inside leg measurement um, is... No, I'm joking. How far up
1: can I stick my hand up there to measure it for you?
2: Hey, we all know I've done weird and wonderful things with cows, but um, <laughs> that's for another time. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I won't touch on that subject. Um,
1: I'll touch on your subject. Way.
2: What can I say? Well, the easiest thing to start with is probably football. So I have, what, outside of the whole Twitch thing... Uh, journey as we say Um, I've probably been coaching youth grassroots football for the best part of six years seven years now I started off obviously basically as you can imagine Annie putting my hand up for me saying that the club needed uh, a coach or a parent to help a team become a team
1: Annie being your better half
2: and Annie being my better half just went yeah Ash will do that he doesn't mind and I was like what Yeah, that's fine. You do that. Reese was what? I reckon he was six at the time. So he's been playing football since he was six. He's now the best part of 14. Uh, He's now playing under 15. So I probably coached him for the majority of that up until he was under thirteens, And then he decided to go on to another coach because obviously it's difficult when
1: dad is dad and... Daddy's coach. Hey, I know. When you're thirteen, mm. get away from Dad.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not an easy gig. We had our we had our emotional game days and we had ups and downs. But yeah, it was time for him to go on and, and do his own thing. It was time for him to 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 find another coach and, and find other teammates and meet new lads yeah. and and he did that and he went on. Um and I remember talking to Mark and Slim actually the beginning of last season and we we, we went for a long time. Going on about how how many goals we was he going to finish the season on because within the first two or three games he it bagged like 10-15 goals in cool. the first three games and mm-hmm. I remember Mark and Sim both going oh we'll go into the sixties and you know he didn't do too bad he he finished the season on he played twenty two games all twenty two games of his of his last season and uh, he got twenty nine goals in twenty two games so fantastic. he yeah he loved it. Um, and then obviously he went on and done his thing. He's doing his thing. And then, and then I obviously then um, went on to help a friend of mine who had another team at the same club. And uh, we've now got an under 13s and we've had them since they were young as well. And I've obviously always helped them. But obviously the last year or so has been probably where I've been been more of a, an assistant coach to them. But yeah, that's all good. It's, it's not easy when you get that crossover from... You have the kids when they're year six... At primary school and then when they get into year seven, that's it, all of a sudden. And any coach will probably tell you this, that it's like they've got something to prove because they're going into year seven, it's like, do you know what I mean, I've got to be the big man, I've got to show off a little bit, and it's yeah, it is it's crazy, but I wouldn't change it for the world. So I can't say that I've not enjoyed every minute. And last season with the under thirteens was our first competitive league. Uh and we finished fourth. So I don't don't think that's all too bad for our first season out to finish in the top four. We were probably, what, two or three points off of getting a promotion. That might have been a season too soon. But no, they're good to go. They're ready. They've had a good pre-season. We don't never stop training. A lot of other youth clubs stop training throughout the summer. Let everyone have a break. But we're like, look, if you want to keep going, us as coaches, we'll keep giving our free time. And the more they get and the more dedication we can give them, then...
0: Yeah, hopefully they'll uh, they'll take something from it. So it's fairly safe to say, Tani, you're fairly passionate about youth football.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've got le- well, I've done level. I've got my level one coaching badge. Um, hopefully, the back end of this year, early next year, I'll start my level two coaching. Um, and on top of that, last year I got asked to be the uh, secretary for the club for youth football, and that is just uh, a complete and utter mess it's it's up until midnight one o'clock
1: You're up to your eyes in admin i know this about you
2: when the when the season then gets going again and you've got to get all these teams together and you've got about 12 13 coaches going oh, have i added this player and is that lad ready to go and is this girl ready to go and you think oh my
1: where does it stop and this isn't even this isn't even your full-time day job
2: no 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 <laughs> no my full-time day job as many people will know i am a catering manager uh, in the hospitality catering sector. Yes,
0: chef. Yes, chef.
2: Yeah, for a for a law firm. And I've been there. I've been doing that for what 17 years. I've been there. Cool. Um, 17 years. I, I started there when I was just 18.
0: Interesting fact. Um, Tony actually, the, the reason he he's a chef at a law firm is because he actually got arrested for flashing. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: did get a I did get a speeding ticket earlier this year. I won't lie.
0: And that's how he paid off his debt, by cooking. That's how I paid off yeah.
1: <laughs> Not watching it, Yeah,
0: had to cook for them. That's fantastic. So you're a, you're a full-on dad, full-on chef, full-on youth coach, and streamer also?
2: Yes, indeed, yeah. Flippin' heck, I've been on this journey for, it must be three years coming up. Uh, I started streaming, like most others, I reckon, probably most frequently is, uh, is due to COVID, I think it was. My sister's obviously streamed for a long time. She, I think, she's been doing it for five or eight years now herself. And yeah, I was just online with her, and she went, "What? Well, just why don't you do it? You've got a good enough PC. You've got half of the equipment you need. Let's just do it." And it was COVID. I was lucky through COVID. I, I didn't have to suffer to the whole what they call it furlough. Yeah. Um. I was mm-hmm. lucky to for the firm to to keep me at home do some some health and safety admin and basically work from home which for a chef is uh, you know i should have started up a delivery but i didn't didn't quite get ahead of the game so yeah
0: best laid plans mate
2: yeah stayed at home and then she went just go live one day and and yeah and i remember when i met you actually ben for the first time at the meetup and i said to you look how i see streaming for me my journey started with look if you're going to sit down and play the game it takes what two or three seconds to push that go live button
0: when OBS is behaving itself.
2: Yeah, but if you're pl- if you're playing it-, it, takes
1: half an hour to build OBS up. But yeah, yeah otherwise
2: it takes <laughs> push that go but go live button and share it. If people want to come and watch, they'll come and watch, and then you interact and you meet new people. Mm. And if they don't, they don't. But you're playing the game anyway, so why not share what your passion is and what you enjoy doing in your free time and And next thing you know, it goes boom, and then you meet a couple of people, and then they come back, and then you go and see them, and and then it goes mad. And for me, it was great. I mean, I started streaming, and then I got into a, a, a nice community, and then within about two weeks of it, I think they helped me reach Affiliate. And then the owner of the Discord, because most of the ta- people that I met in that one were all from the US, so it was different time zones, but I dedicated a lot of time to try and see everyone and everyone and staying up till stupid o'clock, being stupid, trying to make sure I, my presence was known by people. And, and then the guy was like, yeah, you should help us be a, a mod for the, for the server. And okay, and then I think over time, like a lot of other things, people and people go their own ways. And, and then as with everything else, life gets in the way. So I mean, I was still in the discord. Other people have gone and done their own thing. And then I came across, I came across a certain, certain market heater and slim boy fat. And I think I've, f- I came through with a Cobra raid because obviously Cobra and myself live in the same. Shout out Cobra Rex. Yeah, we live in the same town. So it was kind of, I think I come. In, I must have come in with one of his raids. Slimboy
1: Fat watched Cobra a lot because he yeah. likes wrestling and Cobra was a wrestler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is how, that's the connection there with Slimboy Fat and Cobra Rex. Yep. And you and Cobra Rex, the connection's there because you live in the same town. Mm-hmm. So eventually that led you to me and Slimothy eventually. Yeah, yeah. And me and Slim Boy Fat said, we like this guy. Why don't we... You were the first person that we asked to join the Old Men Army.
2: Yes, it was, yeah.
1: Tunny, may we ask you, how did you come up with your username?
2: Ha! So, basically, the, the easiest part is, is the fact that Tunny is the first part of my surname, basically. And my cousin, who is no longer here, he passed away when he was... I want to say tw- early 20s. He basically had an, uh, a severe asthma attack, uh, passed away. He was renowned for being known as Tunny around town uh, where we live. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to carry on that that, that username, basically. And, and everyone else knows me around town as that, or most people do. Um, and then I was just, well, what do I put in front of it? Most of all my other handles were always Tunny100. And then I think because I started on PlayStation when I first started, like, you know, when you do it from your console to Twitch, mm-hmm. I already had a Tunny 100 account. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to use this one and I'll just call myself as I am Tunny 100. And you are. But most people and most of my other handles are shortened just to just to Tunny. Just
1: a Tunny. <laughs> we all know you as Tunny. We all call you Tunny. Yeah. What kind of games do you primarily stream on your Twitch channel?
2: It's changed, I have to admit, over the years. When I first started, it was all for me, like a lot of people, it was always about Warzone, Call of Duty, and I streamed that game probably to death. I still, to this day, am a massive Call of Duty fanboy, as it sounds stupid to say that, but... I am. But then, do you know what? Over the years, I've always had a thing for horror movies. I've always loved watching a horror movie and hiding behind a pillow. I've met quite a few horror streamers over the last so many months and years and whatever. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to give them a go. And uh, as you remember, what did it take me? Like... Two months to complete Outlast 2,
1: I think it was. I yeah. Uh, I ripped on you hard for that. <laughs> that game freaked me out. You were away yesterday, but we were talking earlier. I was uh, I was ripping into Ben last night playing our fishing game. And, yeah, I ripped <laughs> yeah. I ripped the shit out of you playing out, Outlast 2. Oh, Have you finished it yet, Tony? Have you finished it yeah. yet, Tony? Yeah, yeah, next stream you'll finish it, Tony. Yeah, yeah next, next stream you'll next finish stream. it, Tony. <laughs> Have you done yeah. it yet?
2: It went on and on and on, didn't it? Um, so, yeah, for me, it, I mean... A lot of action games, shoot them. Just as many horror games. I quite like on Steam that you can find quite a good handful of like just um, low-key indie, you know, freelanced horror games that just cost you a couple of quid. I know there's so many people in the community now that do that as well, and and it's just different. You just don't see that. And again, when you've got a s- stupid creature shouting and jump scaring you, and you just squeal like a girl, people enjoy that. So too true. Why not? Why true. not? And if it's if and if it's not a horror game, then I'm being scared by the umpteen million times that dicks gets used as a sound alert in my chat. <laughs> I checked it the other day, I am pretty sure it's up to use of like eight hundred and fifty something times.
0: I reckon most of that's gav. <laughs> that's gav the cheese for everybody listening. So Tunny, um whilst we're on the subject, Slim brought up a great question from last week. He basically said uh, to me and Mark, what was our earliest video game memory? So Tony, what is your earliest video game memory? So my best friend on our estate, he had
2: the, uh, the original Sega Master System and
1: he used to put a little cassette in. And we used to play, I think it was Ghostbusters. Ooh. Isn't that what? Isn't that what you and Slim were talking about last week as well, the Sega Master System? We were talking about the Master System. Yeah, the first, the so first one. It was the, probably the length of a really
2: big keyboard. It was huge. That's probably my earliest memory. I don't remember. I didn't get one myself. My uh, earliest console that I got was then the Sega uh, Master System 2. And I bet everyone here, I don't know if you had one, but most people had Alex the Kid built in. So you didn't have to put the cartridge in. You just turn it on and Alex the Kid would load up. But for some reason, the one my parents got me, my mum and dad got me, when I turned it on, I had Sonic the Hedgehog. And do you know what? I've still got that console in the cupboard under the stairs.
0: Probably worth a mint now. Yeah,
2: but everyone else had Alex the Kid. And for some reason, I had Sonic. So, yeah, that's probably my earliest memory
1: of a console, I suppose, yeah. That's so weird how this, the Sega Master System came up again. i got a question that came up from last week as well. This is one that I asked Ben and Slim last week, and that is about your favourite music. What Do you remember what your first single, your first album was?
2: Crikey. I was one of those kids that used to get a blank cassette and put it in the tape recorder, push record, and then record on a Sunday afternoon the, uh, the charts and then uh, play it back. And then I remember early when I was uh, a lot younger, my parents said I used to like recording myself and making out I was on on the radio. On the radio, I did Do that. my own radio show and Yeah, I mean I remember my dad always had madness on. My dad was a massive madness fan. My mum used to love um what was the song? Well being my mum's called Celia, there was a song called Old oh, Cecilia, wasn't there? Exactly, that one. And I remember my mum got the CD for that, the single, and I listened to the crap out of it. And then there was a piano solo version. and I remember telling uh, my mates that that when you get the piano solo, that was me. But it wasn't, obviously.
1: (laughs) As you did at school.
2: This bit coming up, you're going to hear a wicked piano. Yeah, that's me on there, that's me doing that. And I (laughs) couldn't play the piano for shit. The only instrument I ever played at school... Uh, going off topic,
0: was the saxophone. Mm. Tunny, we heard earlier that a sloth can hold their breath longer than a dolphin underwater. They can hold their breath up to 40 minutes. Tunny, I am Tunny100, how long can you
1: hold your breath underwater?
2: I hadn't thought about it, to be honest, if I was down the seafront in the beach how from. do you not just
1: know can you just uh, jump in the bath and tell us couple of
2: couple of minutes at most I mean if I watch Sank on TV a minute. minutes it's, it's, no, I wouldn't even say that probably 30 seconds
1: I'd last about 10 seconds I think yeah i,
2: I panic know. like when you watch it on TV and you see him getting trapped in small tunnels with water filling up it, yeah it gets you all going doesn't it but no not long at all not long at all I couldn't imagine
0: he can hold his breath for anywhere between 10 seconds and 2 minutes you heard it here first <laughs> on old cast.
1: <laughs> Lord Tanifa. Most importantly, what days do you stream? Plug yourself. Plug your plug Twitch channel. myself. Why should we bother? You can find me over on
2: twitch.tv forward slash I am Tunny 100 on a Tuesday and a Thursday. You can find me doing something, shouting pineapple or dicks or... Where's the lamb sauce? Where's the lamb sauce or... Yeah. There's multiple, multiple
0: interactions. Where does the pineapple thing come from, Tunny?
2: I just love pineapple oh right pineapple belongs on pizza everyone disagrees (laughs) pineapple's life
0: well there you go so there we go everybody you heard it here first tunny he flashes people he likes pineapple on pizza and that he can hold his breath from anywhere from 10 seconds to two minutes
1: (laughs) section four tunny because we've moved things around a little bit we're trying something new this week is the old passions so the first week ben went on a beautiful eloquent long ramble about his tcgs and his love for card games Mm -hmm. and collecting cards last week i went and did the same thing you may argue about music this week we've decided it's not up to me and ben anymore we're gonna get our guests to come on and talk about their passions because ben and i uh, realized that we're quickly going to run out of things (laughs) to talk about (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, I've well, we've kind of merged it a little bit you this have. week by accident because you've already yes. divulged much about your passion because I believe you are going to tell us about your coaching.
2: I was going to tell you about my coaching, yeah. And you I already think. have.
1: But um, you also coach girls football, right?
2: So early, yeah, early this year. Well, not even that early, actually. We're probably only two months ago. We put the feelers about town. Obviously, everyone knows Women's World Cup. Last year they did really well as well with the Euros and me and the kids, we got lucky enough to get tickets to go and watch the, the Lionesses. And, and yeah, we know that local clubs around our area have tried to get girls football up and running and it they just, it just didn't work. They were trying everything they could. They were putting it on social media and uh, yeah, we, we approached Essex FA and um, they obviously said, right, get in contact with uh, Weetabix because Weetabix sponsors something called Wildcats, which is basically girls' football aged 5 to 11. And it's basically just bringing girls all together to play football. There's no pressure from there being like boys around or. Don't get me wrong, we've got loads of established teams that are mixed teams of both boys and girls, but some girls don't play football because they don't want to play with boys in mixed teams yeah, they yeah. just want to play with their girls and all their friends and and that's what we've done so we needed someone to spearhead the whole campaign so like annie did for me i did for her <laughs> and we put her forward to be uh, our director of girls football and she set it up she got it all set up with the chairman so of the club
1: your secretary for the boys football yep she is managing director of Of the girls' football,
2: yeah, and secretary for girls' football, yeah.
1: But it sounds like you have an awful lot more admin to do. Yes, because I never hear about Annie having to do any admin. Yeah, you've had hundreds of girls together in the same place at the same time, haven't you?
2: So we week one we started with about I think it was maybe fifteen to twenty girls. Week one, and then it crept up and crept. We got to week four, and I think we found we I think we counted sixty girls. So we had a massive increase and, and luckily out of that, we've now got a smaller age group. Uh, we've got a middle age group and now we've got an older age group. And the older age group are actually competing this season, 23-24 season, in the Girls North Essex Border League, I think they are now. Oh, wow. So we've managed to, out of the 60 girls, we've got three three core groups. The younger ones will just stay. They will keep developing their football skills. For them at their age, it is just 5 to 10. It's literally just... It's all about having fun. Enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy the moment, the experiences. Meet new friends. You know, meet new, new people yeah. doing the same thing. And then when they're ready... The pathway can open up. We can then send them on to the under-13s team. And it it goes for the the girls that they are in the uh, under-13s. There was two girls that weren't young enough to play in their age group. They were actually a year older. We then went to our first-team coach for the women's team. And we said, look, we've got two girls here. They're more than capable of holding their own. They are probably a little bit younger. But can they train with you? And the coach looked at them and went, you know what? I see the potential as well. And they're now playing with the women's team. So we've got That's a awesome. pathway. That's what our aim is at the club. We've got we're there to make a conveyor belt. We want kids as young as under sevens, six sevens and eights to go all the way up. Like Reese has done. Started at the club when he was under six. He's now playing f- football at under-15s. He's got two years left, and then he can go into full-fledged men's football.
1: No longer in Essex, I must say, for Reese as well. Is it Ipswich town, isn't
2: he? Uh, so last summer, he went for trials, mm-hmm. and it was literally... They posted it on their website. It was open trials, come along, see how you do. And if you get an invitation, because it's invitation only after that, that, you get accepted and you get a place... And we went on the understanding that there was no pressure; it was just for the experience. And yeah, three weeks later, we get a thing email come through saying, "This is to confirm that Reese is getting a letter of invitation to join the elite player development program." No oh deal. So he's in. I think in they do it like a triangle. So he out of the four steps, I think he's in step three. So the next one is ATC, which is their next level up. Then after that, it's Mainstream Academy. And then it's, again, under-23s. And then it's the first team. So, yeah, he's been doing that for a whole season. Uh, He's played multiple games. He's been and played games against West Ham. Uh, I've taken him to London and he's played games against uh, Brentford. He's played games against Cambridge. So, he's had a lot of experience. So, yeah, he scored his first goal for town when he played West Ham. That was quite a rowdy game. But, yeah, (laughs) it's good. It is... We are a football family, so we've all been around it, we've all grown up. I had a little game the other week. We did a charity game for a coach that unfortunately passed away uh, due to cancer. And yeah, we've made it into a, a memorial game. So the two local clubs come together every year and all the coaches of our club and all the coaches of their club, we basically play each other. And, and the first the first one happened just a couple of weekends ago and I played left back. For the entire 80 minutes i couldn't feel my legs the next day but we won we won 3-2 and all the money raised went to his family so oh that's lovely yeah that was a really nice thing that we could do because he had young children as well so he had a 11 year old and a, and a nine year old daughter and, and the gentleman wasn't very old himself so we all decided that's what would, you know would be the best thing
0: definitely definitely
2: his family can decide what they want to do with all that money raised so
0: yeah that's pretty much... No, that's fantastic, Tony. That's fantastic.
1: So, am I right in saying that you like football?
0: <laughs> Only a little
1: bit. I
2: wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't go too far. I am a Chelsea fan, dare I say it. And oh, never mind. Moving uh, on. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> that was a lovely piece. Thank you, Tony. That was honestly awesome. You have a lovely piece, Tony. A lot of passion there. Thank you. Ask us anything. Tony, I believe you had a question for us.
2: I did. As you can imagine, it is food-related. Yes. I want you, gentlemen, to tell me if you was on your way to grab yourself some lunch from a famous, well-established shop. <laughs> I know shop. where this is going. There's many alternatives available. What is your, what is going to be your top pick for your meal deal
1: lunchtime from your Bresco meal deal?
2: <laughs> yeah, from your Bresco, from your Marison's. From wherever you can get to.
1: Salisbury's. Let's keep it Briscoe. They've got the best meal deals.
2: (laughs) So you've got to pick a sandwich. You've got to pick a snack. It has to pick a sandwich? Pick a sandwich. Or wrap.
1: Not a wrap or a pasta? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine, yeah. So we'll go
2: sandwich, wrap or pasta. And then we'll go a snack. Well, and then you drink, obviously. So you get a main, your middle snack, and then you drink.
1: I'll go first because I already answered two of these last week. (laughs) My favourite food is pasta. My favourite drink is Pepsi Max. So my favourite thing to get from the Tesco Tes- Meal Deal. Yeah, <laughs> say it right. That's it. Yeah. Would be the honey mustard pasta, a bottle of Pepsi Max and Chili heat wave Doritos. Nice. And then as an extra, it's not part of the meal deal. This is an extra just for me, is the uh, Kinder Bueno.
0: <laughs> Go one more. Yeah. Grab a pudding there, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Got it. Ooh, that's
0: a good, that's a good one there, Tony. Um, I'm gonna go with, even though it's probably nowhere near what the actual ingredients should be. I do like an all-day breakfast sandwich.
2: Yeah, see, that's what I would have gone with.
0: There's nice. nothing quite like. I know it's probably the sausages aren't really sausages and <laughs> all that, you know, fake sausages. But but it's got to be a triple, right? You got to have the triple sandwich. Oh yeah, it's got to be like just fairly get it in your gob so <laughs> gonna go with the old breakfast sandwich but red or brown it wouldn't bother me whatever I can get off the shelf I think Mark definitely had a point with the Doritos to Heat Wave I love to Heat Wave they're awesome yeah. crisps um, but I'm gonna go with but I'm boring here, I've gotta go with water. Um I just I don't drink enough water, so I've trained myself over the past umpteen years that pretty much Doing the I'm same thing. yeah. Pretty boring and drink water a lot of the time. So water but if I could add in um add in a little pudding, I'd probably go with no, if, I, if, if I'm on the road and I'm doing me repping for the day, I would probably go with a little little boost bar or a Snickers. What a boost or a Ooh, Snickers, nice. mm. a little boost, a little bit of biscuit, that chocolate. Give your day a little boost, a little boost. <laughs> yeah. and if I can get one of them Duo ones, because no more do they do. Yeah, that's the way. You no, know I mean little Duos are shite. So yeah, a little little double, <laughs> little double doubler, because you know, you've got to keep this, you've got to keep the wub going, as I call it. Tony, what would your Bresco meal deal be?
2: So, so like Ben, I would have had. The triple, the triple breakfast sandwich. Get in. Then my snack. There's two. If I'm savoury, I'm going and everyone will probably moan, it's a scotch egg for me.
1: Ooh, left field. He's not going for crisps or a chocolate bar. I like no, scotch I egg. don't
2: go for cri- Do you know what? I very rarely pick crisps. If they've got a snack bit there and there's a, a scotch egg, that's me sold. And then my drink of choice is going to be like it was the other day when I called you in the car when I got out of, out of said place, when I had one every day. It's going to be a Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I did throw a spanner in the works, and I did have a bounty, and it wasn't just a regular bounty. It was a trio. There was three of them in one packet. Three? It was immense. Yeah, you get a trio, a bounty trio.
0: Well, it is bounty by name, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and I'm, I'm happy that I put it in the chat because Slim did agree with me he did agree and say that it was a good shout.
0: They're always the last celebration left in the box.
1: They are the bounties. Oh,
2: always. Yeah. You know that.
1: I, I love the taste of a bounty. I've said this a million, a million times on the streams when we've had the bounty debate. <laughs> taste of a bounty is fine. I love chocolate. I love coconut. Not an issue. It's just the fishing, the bits of coconut out of my teeth for the rest <laughs> of the day. Right. I have to go to mister Fat Slimboyfat82, who was our guest last week. He has emailed me saying, Tunny, What were your first impressions of Gary and Mark when you met both of us in person and in streams?
2: I don't don't think I had an expectation as such. So you were definitely the same people that I'd been talking to and watching for X amount of, what, months? And I don't even know how long it was before we actually met. It's probably been a while, hasn't it, before we had met?
1: Would have been a few months, yeah.
2: Yeah, at least. So... Yeah, I think you, you, you're you both lovely, wonderful people.
1: <laughs> very diplomatic. You said you met us. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, other than when you came down and met us, uh, I found out very quickly, and Slim even does it now because he knows I'm an easy wind-up. He is the wind-up merchant. I, if he knows he's going to get you, he will keep going.
1: Oh, yes. Of all the people, it is most fun to wind up. It is Tunny.
2: Yeah, that yeah. does happen quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> does seem to be the way forward. But no, I mean, yeah, I think you're you're wonderful people. You are exactly what I thought you'd be in IRL the what you are on
1: stream anyway. So And just as bold. And just as bold in real life, yeah. He also asks, would you I think I'm assuming this is for all of us, would you rather give up food forever or drink forever? Brackets, assuming you would be fine without the one thing you are giving up. Oh wow. I'd give up drink forever. That's easy for me. If I can live without having to drink, I can't, I can't live without food.
2: Yeah, it's got to be food as being as big a foodie. And every time I start a conversation, it's normally started with food.
1: Yeah, as we talk about food a lot. We food do, or yeah. animals seems to be what we talk about food most in animals. this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Not
2: <laughs> in not in that order. Sometimes it's animals
1: and then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the Venn diagram overlaps. The animals are the food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a good show, actually. Yeah, probably food as well, if you can live without one because Yeah, well, you only drink water. You can't have that for the rest of your life. Yeah, well, you know, I was just thinking of all the drinks, but, yeah, you're going to get... You're going to be... Well, either way, you're going to be pissing or shitting a lot, aren't you?
2: <laughs> either way, you look at it. <laughs> that
1: is a good point, actually. Would you rather be pissing yourself for the rest of your life or shitting yourself for the rest of your life? <laughs> oh, Now you've just changed the whole yeah, scenario. Yeah, turned it on its head, Ben.
0: Have we got any other uh, saved-up questions, Mark?
1: I have an audio one because we like them. Yes, we do like an audio. This is from Mr. Zeus Beard.
0: Hi, Zeus Beard here. What was it that made you get into streaming? And where do you see yourself in 12 months' time? Is that reason still the same?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Serious.
2: Uh, Do you want me to go first?
1: Sure, if you want
2: to. Well, like I said, I think I lent on it earlier on when I said, you know, the whole reason I did it was because... I was already going, you know, I was already playing the game. So if I'm sitting there, I've turned everything on. It takes just as long to turn it on. Just push to go live.
0: That's what she said.
2: (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) If you're that lucky. But yeah, literally that for me, my look on streaming has never changed. It's always been I'm doing it anyway. I'm playing the game anyway. If you know, if people want to come and watch, come and watch, have a laugh. Watch what I'm playing. Get conversating where do i see myself in 12 months probably doing the exact same thing because i'm not here to be a full-time streamer i'm not looking to be a partner i'm just doing it because everyone in the community that we've all that's already been created and all of the other wonderful people i've met that for me is enough do you know what i mean i've i've been lucky to start off with one or two people watching and bear in mind when you first start and you watch it and you've only got one viewer, that one viewer is the window that you've got open for yourself. So do you know what I mean? It's it's just keep going, keep motivating yourself, keep pushing. People come and go, it doesn't make a difference. You can't change that at all. It doesn't matter. You can you will know the ones that are interested in you as a streamer or you as a person, because they will come back and you'll go and see them and you'll interact. And like we've all had the opportunity, because we all live like fairly close to each other other than the wonderful chappy and ice buns that what traveled three hours to come and see us mm-hmm. at the, the meetup. So, you know, doing little things like that makes it a little bit more special. So, yeah, in 12 months, my thing for the future doesn't change to what I'm doing now. I'll still stream the same sort of time. I'll still play the same sort of games and I'll try and get as many community people and friends that want to join in and play, play. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that sums it up for me.
0: Yes, good answer,
1: mate. Uh, I've only been streaming 22 months. That's so, not even two years myself yet. Crazy. But um, what got me into streaming? I've mentioned it before. It was watching a dear friend of mine, Mr. Gary Slimboy Fat 82 started streaming. And I was in his chat all the time and I was absolutely loving it. And I thought, well, if Gary can do it, anybody can fucking do it. <laughs> Get that in there. Get Love it in there. Love you, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what... Uh, and I have also made no secret about this. I'm not a big gamer. I'm not a massively into it. I don't know much about it. But I did a lot of gaming growing up. Uh, and that was my angle for streaming was that this is me getting back into video games this is me learning how to video games <laughs> if people don't watch it they don't watch it who cares if they do then awesome and i just like interacting with people i like talking you do I like talking yeah. to you guys i like talking to twitch chat yeah in 12 months time i just want to like i just want to be doing the same thing my target when i set out to stream i said to myself it'd be nice to have a thousand followers which i don't think is a massive goal i'm a third of the way there our dear partner Mr. narkills recently hit a thousand followers and he's been streaming for something like seven, eight years. Yeah. So that'll do me. Yeah. That's I'm fine with that. Happy where I am. Sometimes I say I do three nights a week, but most of the time it's usually only two nights a week. Cause I'm a lazy bastard. And I get sh- stroppy when games don't work <laughs> like the other night and I just give up on the stream. But um yeah, if as long as I continue slowly growing. As long as I'm streaming at least two nights a week and recording a podcast with Mr. Benjamin here, I'm happy. But
2: that's a good thing as well, isn't it? Because you're, ve- yeah. you're now branching out as well. So you've started off with yeah. one journey and now we're all branch. Everyone can branch off and do their own thing. You guys have brought this part of the, the Old Men community, the, the old cast, that's your branch off. And it's just wicked that, that you can do that
1: that's the main thing it's not really about my twitch or about the podcast for me it's about the old men community yeah, exactly that's that. the reason that slim slim and me started it yeah and it's just an extension this is almost like the official old men army podcast the old casteds and i just want to i just want to grow the community yeah. it's it, actually to answer zeus Bid's question in 12 months time that would be we'd have just done next year's meetup and if we can have I don't know exponential growth on the meetup. Have even more people getting together for the meetup and have another awesome day.
2: Stunning, it yeah. That's, that's awesome. It, yeah,
1: growing the community. I know that wasn't what he asked. He asked about the, my, my Twitch, my Twitch channel, but the old men, the old men army is where my real drive is.
2: That's what just interrupted. That was what my bit was when I remember joining your stream and you said something about the old men community and and you put your Discord in you when you first put the old men Discord in. And I, I think I joked and I said, oh, now I've joined the Discord. Does that mean i get to use the hashtag old men when when I stream? <laughs> and do I get to to actually use that as a brand as such? And and then I think within like a couple of days, like maybe a week or so, that is when you came and you went, me, me and Sim have been talking and now you've been about and and uh, we got to know who you are as a person and streamer, et cetera, et cetera. Do you want to come and join? I don't think you had... You know, your understanding for at the beginning of all this was just you two. You were your partnership. Yeah, I, I just remember it so clearly. Our message going, do I get to use the hashtag old menus? I, like, you can if you want. And I was like, all oh, right, great. Mm. And then I started to put the hashtag at the end. And then yeah, lo and behold, here we are now, sitting in a in a studio. All professional, like <laughs> all
0: professional, like, <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose coming from my angle, I can re- still remember was sitting there through COVID. This all started when I would play when I first started playing with Gaz, and we were playing Division Two. And we, like I said, me, Mark, and Gaz all live literally well, ten minutes, five minutes from each other in a car. And he popped up and he said, "You all look. I see you are playing that game. You will play that game." I said, "Yeah." And then I think every night during COVID, because. I got furloughed, and we would play till stupid o'clock in the morning. And once some of the chats towards the end used to be, "Oh, I'm thinking about streaming it," and I was like, "Well, oh, right, okay, yeah, really." He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you think?" I said, well, "Whatever you want, mate." You know, it d- didn't 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 re-register at the time. Then I can remember him saying. I've uh, started it, and I was all right, how's it going? He says, yeah, yeah, I said, well, I'd heard of it, not really gone on it. And then I can remember going, I, I, there's a bit of me that wishes I'd taken the plunge room at the time, but I thought I didn't know if I had anything to offer. I can remember joining the Discord and seeing you guys and was like, oh, you're all having an awesome time. You know when you're sitting on the edge going, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not really clued up, minus two people I know, and then jumped in with both feet, met you all and that's where it all started and then I think it was Gary's end of Gary's birthday and I put on my camera it was the you know why don't you give it a go and it was like well I could do I suppose can I yeah why not and then I suppose the rest is history Uh, meeting you guys was awesome it was really really cool to jump in and have I I was very fortunate that I let you everybody community you guys all the old men and all the old community all would pop in and say hi so I I sort of cheat mode it where all of a sudden I was like well Every, all of you guys were like well if you just go and whack Ben a follow giving, I was having an average of I think even on my first few uh, times I think I got two to three people coming in and you know it was there it weren't that I had a device on in the background watching myself if you know what I mean and it was, yeah, it was really exciting. After that, I was hooked, and I got to speak with Tony after that, and get involved in your games, Mark's games, Gary's games. And I remember him saying to me, you know, if you turn it on, I know I'm rinsing and repeating what he said, but it's true to the word. If you're doing it, and you've got a webcam, no matter what, whether it's a potato or whether it's a really great camera, and you've got a, you've got a headset that's got a microphone on it, was to, if you're playing by yourself, you would you're still playing by yourself, but. Uh, the the journey's been amazing I mean you guys and the other communities that I've been introduced to skyrocket me into affiliate within um, two weeks I was affiliate and I've had nothing but good times I would say 12 months times like you guys I've not got any goals bar having a good time and like Mark said growing the community I'm all for the community because I think the community helped me so much it's only right that I put back in and I'm happy to do so and by like you were talking about branching out Tony and Mark you know all of a sudden we're doing a podcast which I really enjoy doing too and I can see this going on for as as long as me and Mark want to and having you guys on and having other people come on and it's I don't think I want to do streaming full-time even if I had the opportunity I think I would I think being that person 24-7 you know I think it would not that I'm hugely different on camera than I'm not but I think you would burn out real quick, and games would soon become. Oh, I don't really want to play a game. No, I don't. So I think I'm happy just to plod along. At the moment, I'm streaming Mondays, and I'll I try and get a day when you guys aren't. But I know it don't always work like that. But happy doing what I'm doing, really enjoying it, and that's the main thing. I think if you're enjoying it, and that's what I was saying earlier, with anybody who wants to, who's thinking about doing it, who's on the edge worst case scenario you're playing a game and you was going to play that game not the time he said anyway so take the plunge it's and you bump into people you bump you know did that 12 hour the other day and I had people coming in from the Pokemon stream who weren't the old men community they weren't part of lavender's community they weren't part of the vincent's community they were people because not that many people stream on that channel so it really was an eye-opener to go hold on a minute now because i said to marcus who are these i don't know (laughs) so so it's really it, it showed me that you can still gain these this viewership if you know if like if you're there and you're streaming anyway you get stuck in 12 months time Zeus I just see me like these guys are carrying on doing what I'm doing so good great questions it's great question Really like it
1: gentlemen we have been recording for two hours <laughs> it's the longest one yet <laughs> I'm already fearing for my next couple of nights so uh do we have any other business
0: no I think we're into closing chat sir
2: yeah not not for me it's been wonderful thank you very much for the for the op- opportunity for for jumping on been our pleasure to
0: have you mate. sharing my nonsense. So, everybody, as you've heard, unless you didn't, I am Sunny 100 please go and catch him at twitch.tv.
1: iamtunny N N Y One Zero Zero. Pineapple. That's it. Every Tuesday and Thursday evening. And, yeah, that is it from us. Yes. I have been Mark Smith, Marko Heater, twitch.tv forward slash Mark Heater.
0: And I am Ben Jones, twitch.tv at Benbis81.
1: Linktree, that's L I N K T R dot E E forward slash Old Men Army. That's the link where you will find this podcast on all platforms. Uh, you will find the Discord community. You will find our merch. Please check out the merch, oldmenmerch.com. And you will find SlimboyFat82 on Twitch, myself on Twitch, I am Tiny100 on Twitch, and Mr. Narkills, who coincidentally will be a- our guest star next week. There you go. See you next week. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Old Custards with Smith and Jones.